we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. This is Remember That Time with um, Remember, remember that, that Time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> what are we doing? Right? Who are we, Ma? Um, this is Remember That One Time with your host, Chris. And what's my name? <laughs> CJ? Yes. Today we are getting into heavy petting. Before you get so excited that you can't stand it, we're talking about petting our pets because we are good, God-fearing ladies and we are innocent and y'all know better. So it was a bait and switch, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about pets and animals and some funny stories having to do with our pets because as everyone knows I mean I don't trust people that don't have pets period like what what kind of like I'm I'm kind of creeped out like if I'm home by myself and like for some reason there's no animals here like that's when you're like really really alone like alone alone but like I feel like if my animals are here I'm not really alone so not just that but like what kind of psychopath doesn't have like a pet to love on like you don't need anything how are you fulfilled without some sort of pet whether it's a goldfish or a turtle something to take care of yeah I I mean I don't have a motherly instinct by any means like I did not get that gene to where I'm like oh my god I want to procreate and take care of something but I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have like a pet to feed and take care of in the morning like it's a basic human instinct yeah it's like I mean you know just having something that depends on you for its every need which is also a drag some days because you know well see that's why my pets are in a cage when they start like getting ridiculous they go in there yeah I'm done with you like I will call it birdie jail, or if Stark is being particularly frisk, I will call it horny jail, and that is where he will go. Like, it's not so bad with the cats, because they've got the litter box and everything, but... Oh, cats uh, run the house. They don't give a shit. I mean, she always needs to go out, like, 11 million times, (laughs) and yeah, so, like, when we leave and, you know, we're going to be gone for a long time, we got a crater and everything and all that bullshit and I've like because there's I mean you know we go to to Marinara's house a lot and that's a long ass drive so we spend the night when we go out there and so it's always a drag like I mean most of the time we bring the dog with us so it's not that big of a deal for the dog but it's always a drag like for the cats because you're like you know leaving and you're kind of like trying to feed them a little bit more than you usually do last thing when you walk out the door and then it's too much because rebel will be the size of a fucking house right and then wake up at marinara's house in the morning and like hit the road because they're already like fucking here at the house pissed off yelling and screaming because they're starving to death but i did see this really cool thing 
and it's probably hella expensive but it looks really cool it's like the so you put like some sort of like tracking sticker or something on the back of their collars and they have like this little bubble around their food and it has like a door on it and so when they go underneath the bubble it scans their collar and if it's the right cat it opens the door so that they can eat and then when they get out of the bubble that shuts the door so if like because okay rebel inhales all of his food and then the other two kind of like to graze so they can graze all day but the food isn't just out for rebel to eat all of it it only opens the door for the correct cat that's amazing and it's automatic like you can it's an it's connected to an automatic feeder so you can set it on a timer and run it from your phone and all that bullshit and i know that like that sounds so fucking jetson futuristic like i was gonna say but, like <laughs> we're busy people like yeah. we have lives you know i need to be able to like on a whim be like you know what after work i'm gonna i'm gonna hit up applebee's i'm gonna go get me some half price apps and some dollar drinks and i don't want to have to worry about these fucking heathens back here at the house so i just whip my little phone out on my app and type it in that you know rebel gets three teaspoons of food and the others get like half a cup because right. they have some fucking self-control and he doesn't yeah and i don't have to worry about it but yeah i didn't i also didn't look at the price tag i'm sure those are like hella expensive and i would need four of them so that's maybe when we're like you know rich (laughs) well speaking of rebel we should probably start with introducing our pets i don't know if we've ever gave our listeners like a rundown of how many pets we have what their names are and what breed they are yeah, so you not. go first because you have a farm. Yeah, and I used to have a lot more, but we're uh, we've whittled it down here. So I have Abilene. She is a calico. Ada is a tabby. Rebel is a pure white fat ass cat. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have a breed. It's just fat ass. His breed domestic, is fat domestic ass. short haired cat. <laughs> Although I really don't think he's short haired. He sheds everywhere. I have like little white tumbleweeds just tumbling across my house. Um, Cheyenne is a muted calico, which I didn't even know that was a thing until I took her to the vet. I thought she was just like a light-skinned calico, but then no, it's called a muted calico. And then we have Alamo. She is maybe a chewini yeah she looks like a chewini that's some sort of Dotson rat terrier mix something like that so obnoxious yeah that's what we've got right now five five wow i've got the two birds so i have stark which is a talkative asshole he is a uh, green well a pineapple variant green cheek conure and then Grandpa, whose name is officially Krampus Von Grumpy Pants, because we got him at Christmas and we came to the conclusion that he very well may eat misbehaving children, just like Krampus. So that is where he gets his namesake. And he is 23 years old and he hates everything but pasta. 
but he's come he's come a long way when we adopted him he was very very skittish he wouldn't come out of his cage he wouldn't eat anything but sunflower seeds so he's on rebels level of fat assness because all he wanted was fucking basically junk food of bird seed and um his poor little head was all bald because he wasn't taking care of himself and he lost all his feathers bless his little bald heart i know he still hasn't grown back anything on the very back of his head so he's got kind of like a fryer tuck thing going where it's completely bald around the back but the front has grown back pretty well and his fluff and chops are fully grown back in fluff and chops because <laughs> when he gets all like fluffy and starts rooting into his feathers to preen he'll look back up and like all of his feathers are fluffed out to the side so they look like mutton chops so those are called fluff and chops there's like we're in a whole bird community on facebook and instagram and everything and there are certain words that the whole bird community uses such as fluff and chops and there's like a whole description of the difference between bird burb and borb so you'll have to enlighten me because i did not know there was a difference i thought burb was just like a a pet name you know like sort of yeah so bird is what you see outside your wild birds your canaries your uh, cardinals things like that oh look at this cute bird pigeon bird like However, the ones that aren't real right the ones that are charging in your front yard but then you have your pet burbs and those are your silly burbs those are the ones that do burb things the ones that try to masturbate on your face when you're trying to go about your business you've got burbs and then you have the fat ones the ones that are perfectly round those can be wild burbs too but they're like just a complete orb and so those are borbs they're birds but they're orbs they're huge borbs borbs <laughs> so the next time you see a gigantic round fluffy bird that is a borb you're welcome so the yeah. more you know right yep there's a whole bird community it's crazy and then you get the cringy karen side of the burb community who thinks burb is stupid and that that's like a gen z millennial thing and they think it's weird and juvenile yet they call theirs fids feathered kids fids okay. oh, that's fucking stupid that sounds like something a karen would say exactly so there's like a warring faction in the bird community between burb and fid so we're like okay boomer and they're like stupid fucking kid so oh there's the drama in the bird community now you know but wow. those are the only two i had so i was a lizard keeper for 12 years i had an iguana for 12 years and then he had a little sister for four or five years but i gave up little sister her name was nancy i gave her up in the divorce because i just couldn't take care of two pets and then Sid, the older one, he passed away in 2013, 15, because it was right before I moved here. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was 2015, and it was actually Super Bowl Sunday. So, rip th this weekend. 
was the anniversary. I love that little lizard. Good. He's yeah. in lizard heaven now. He is. So before I was a burb mom, I was a lizard mom. And I mean, technically, they're both derived for, from dinosaurs. So I am queen of great lizards. Nice. Regardless. <laughs> so yeah, since... I used to have, um, I used to have the, the rabbits, of course. Yes. Um, and then I think the only other animal I had other than that was fish. So yeah, yeah. I, I have not had a lot of um, exotic animals. Yes. Well, tell me some of your animal stories because I don't have a whole lot. Um, well, the first one I have is actually um, Marinara's story. She had a dog named Oreo and <laughs> I think she was chasing it and it was a smaller dog. She was chasing it around the house and it ran under a bed and she like reached under it and grabbed his back legs and pulled him out from under the bed. Oh no. And she accidentally broke one of his legs. Holy shit. It's not like a spider or a grasshopper. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, she was just a little kid. I don't, you know, she didn't know what she was doing. But, um, so they took him, they took him to the little, you know, dog hospital emergency. Oh my God. Please don't tell me he got an infection and died. No, 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 <laughs> no. but, um, so they put him in a, uh, a little cast, like a, a little puppy cast. Mm -hmm. So she, I mean, she, she never mentioned how young she was. But I mean, young enough to be dumb enough to not realize that I probably shouldn't do this again. So when they brought him home, she continued to chase him. But instead of running like a normal puppy, it was like, tink, 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 thunk, tink, 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 thunk, tink, 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 with this his little cast. His little cast just Poor baby thunking all over the place. Yeah, and I'm sure he's, I mean, we're adults now. I'm sure he's long gone, but right. you know, rip to Oreo. Yeah, rip to Oreo's leg. Yeah. Um, speaking of marinara, I actually have another story of hers. Um, she had a hamster, and oh my god, I wish I could remember his name because he had the fucking weirdest name. Fuck, what was it? Was it like a food name or? It was like Harold or, oh. this is, I'm literally going to text her. This is going to drive me insane. I can't tell the story the without friend. the name because the name makes it like. Okay. Well, while you do that, I guess I will throw in a Stark story. He, I've got more Stark stories than grandpa because grandpa is, um, He's the newer of the two birds. We've only had him like three years and we've had Stark for six. And so being the talkative little guy that Stark is, so he's got a handful of words that he's learned. Grandpa does not talk. He refuses. He'll beep, but he won't talk. Stark, on the other hand, once he learns a word, will not shut the fuck up when he learns it. That's all he wants to say. He was on a kick with Gimme Kiss. He was on a kick with Kamir. Um, but lately his newest favorite thing, I, so we put the birds in the 
bathroom so they have complete darkness and silence because they're on like a circadian rhythm and they have to have a certain amount of sleep per night um, or else they just don't function in the morning and they get pissy well I don't know if he just hasn't been sleeping well at night but lately when I get him up if it's any time before 6 30 a.m um I used to do this thing where I would put my finger to his beak and he would whisper boop boop like a little boop and it was the cutest fucking thing and so that's what I expected in the morning is that we do our boops but lately he has been so grumpy that he has picked it up and admittedly he got it from me I didn't realize how much I said this until he started saying it and then I started being like oh well that's where he gets it so I put my little finger up to give him a boop and instead he goes fuck off fuck off like sternly looks me dead in my soul and tells me to fuck off and he does it with such force now he's got a gritty little voice so it's not crystal clear but you can still hear it when he goes fuck off he's fuck got like off. a little like a little smoker's cough like yes raspy exactly he does his fuck off if I find it. So I'm going to look for the video of him telling me to fuck off while CJ tells about this hamster with the funky name because it looks like she's got her answer. Yes, I have my answer. And of course, as soon as she texted it to me, I was like, that's right. So the hamster's name was Lionel. Lionel. But not Lionel like Lionel Richie. Like Tylenol without the T and the letters scrambled up. Oh my God. L Y N O L, Lionel. So, Lionel the hamster, um, he, I mean, just like any normal hamster, you know, had the little, the little cage with the shredded up um, wood chips and the little, the wheel and little tubes for him to play in and stuff. Yeah. And, she her bedroom was upstairs and I think it was like a bonus room type thing and it kind of it had a hard time staying warm and so there's one time in the winter she had gone to school and the house was really cold and so upstairs was like really cold and too cold for the hamster and apparently they do like this like kind of hibernation thing sort of where they like they seem like they're dead but they're really just trying to conserve their body heat and so she comes home from school and she's pretty sure that he's dead and so she tells her mom she's like oh my god Lionel's dead and so they buried him and a couple of days later found out that this hibernation heat conservation thing was a thing and they're pretty sure that they buried him alive and so she dug him up and sure enough there was all like the, I mean obviously he's dead now he's dead dead but right. there's like little scratch marks on the inside of the box that is so sad they buried him alive they didn't mean to it was so sad so rip lionel bless his little heart and like i didn't realize until like we started talking a lot of mine are about like dead animals because my next story about my fish my fishes 
they're yeah. dead too. So there was a, um, what was it called? The aquatic critter. It was a, remember the aquatic critter. Yeah, it's still there actually. They still yeah. have the caimans. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. So we lived just a few miles down the road from the aquatic critter when I was a kid. And so I would always see it like driving to school and I was like, mom, can we go in there, please, please, please. I want to see what they have. I want a shark. I want to, you know, whatever. And so we went in there and I mean, I was like five. So she's like, I'm not buying you anything crazy. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to forget to feed them. They're going to die anyways. So she bought me like two, just like standard goldfish, like the kind I mean, of it was like 1992. So they, they were like, like yeah, they, the whole transaction tax and all was probably less than $2. And so we bring it home. And I mean, we were going like the complete cheap route. I mean, these were tiny. They were like this. If they were fish sticks, they would be like a microscopic bite each. Mm -hmm. And so there was no need for like this big, huge aquarium and all this stuff. So we had just the basic, the round fish bowl with the little pebbles in the bottom and like one of those little, you know, algae floaty things mm -hmm. and a little shaker with the food in it. And I guess like, I, don't, I can't remember if they told us that the goldfish don't need to have a heat lamp or a heat source do they mm -hmm. okay so i couldn't remember if it was a heat lamp or a regular lamp but it was the the fish bowl was on a side table in the living room and there was a lamp i just couldn't remember if it was a heat lamp or not so apparently just a regular lamp and i left the lamp on and i cooked them good I job them. they were fried fish and so I came home from school just in time to see my dad flushing them down the toilet. Wow. It was a sad day. And I did not have them very long. I think they survived maybe like three days. And mom was like, now see, this is why I didn't buy you the fucking $200 beta fish with all the, you know, the giant, because I went in there and I wanted the you know, oh, yeah, the whole salt water aquarium with the, you know, music and the black lights and the, all the fancy schmancy shit. And she was like, hell to the no. These fish are going to be swirling the toilet bowl by before the end of the week. True story. So it's yeah. almost like she knows. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So I finally found it. And tell me what you think. Like, I hear it clearly. I'm a thousand percent sure of what he says and everybody I tell, but for some reason, Ethan still doesn't hear it. Hang on. He's yawning. Why are you not playing? Here it goes. I hear it. Now, if you haven't told me what it was, I probably wouldn't get it. But I mean, now that you've told me, for sure, that's that's what I hear. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah. What was that? Forgot. I yeah. love it. Yeah, like he wouldn't. 
he got to the point where he wouldn't even let me boop his nose. I would just get my finger close to him and he would say, fuck off. Like, we're not having any of this booping shit. You woke me up too early. Go the fuck away. Fuck hmm. off. Well, speaking of animals talking to you, yes. Abilene, who is actually sleeping right now, surprisingly, because she's usually running her trap. Right. Um, she has this thing that she does at night. I don't know if she like has short-term memory loss, maybe, but it's like when we turn out all the lights and go to bed, she's she's not one to sleep in the bedroom or stay still really at all. She just likes to roam. But it's like when we turn out the lights, she forgets where we are and she like panics and thinks that she's alone and she starts crying. And it, like, she'll roam around the house just crying. That is until horrible. she wanders into the bedroom and she's like, oh, you're here, cool. And then she'll stay in there for a minute. And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna go roam. And then she roams and forgets and cries. And it's like a cycle all fucking night long, every single night. It's really quite annoying. And so um, I got, I just got my phone out and recorded it one night and hopefully you can hear it, but it is so fucking obnoxious. Hang on. I fucked up. Good Lord. Yeah. Like, that would keep me up at night terrified all night long it's probably like every two hours just it keeps going and like some nights like chris would be trying to sleep and he's just like i cannot fucking take her for one more second and he'll just like grab whatever is closest and just throw it at her like shut the fuck up and it, it never works i don't know what her problem is goodness she's, yeah she's insane well when stark's not yelling at me to fuck off or whatever else he's yelling another thing he's learned how to do is he will copy the low battery beep for smoke alarms so we lost our shit one night because for some reason we just kept hearing that And so we're going around the apartment looking to find out which one it is. And every time we'd get to one, we would hear the beep, but it wasn't the one we were looking at. So we'd go to the other one and it wasn't that one. Like we took them all off the wall. We changed the batteries. God, how many do you have? Like three. Damn. Well, the apartment is like really about safety, I guess. Yeah, you ain't going to die in a fire. That's for sure. Right? We've got one in each bedroom and then one in the common, like, the dining room or something yeah, like that. I guess that. that makes sense. Yeah. And so, we're looking around, and this damn bird is sitting on his perch, happy as can be, just, like, bouncing back and forth. Beep! 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 It was him. He is... I don't know if maybe one of the batteries had gone low while we were out and about sometime, and it was just going off every couple of seconds, because when it comes to birds, the way that they learn to say things and repeat is hearing it multiple times over and over. They pick up on stuff after hearing it for so long, and then they'll start repeating it. 
So that's why he learns how to say fuck off. Cause apparently I say that too much around the apartment, but one of these days he must've just heard the smoke alarm battery chirping. And now he's picked that up too. So anytime we hear it now, we check him first to see if it's him being a brat or check the alarms and see if we really have a low battery or if someone's just being in the mood to chirp. Does he do it like actually intermittently? Like oh, yeah. it would, like he doesn't, he waits in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. he's completely copying it and it's the exact same tone. It's not just some random beep. It's like that exact beep, beep. That's so crazy how they can do that. It is. So bizarre. Yeah. Um, so when I had my rabbits, I'm sure you remember because this happened a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. One of them, so the boy was a lot smaller than the girl. She was a hefty girl and she was feral. She did not, like, she just wanted to live her life. She did not want to be bothered by anybody or anything or any rabbit. And she was also a lot older than he was. Yeah. So he's like this little, you know, shrimpy like probably three pound rabbit and she a hefty like eight nine pounds um probably I think she was oof, a good six years older than him and he just like the first time when I brought him home and he saw her he was like love oh I'm gonna get me some of that and I mean, thank God they were both fixed because I would have had thousands, millions of bunnies everywhere. Oh, they yeah. were both fixed, but it did not take away his desire to hump. Oh, yeah. So, they like, fucked as much as your husband does, which is a fucking lot. Yeah. Like he would just fucking hump her all the time. But I guess he didn't like really know where to aim because he had, I mean, he got fixed like immediately after he was born. So right. he never actually bucked before. So he knew the motions. Yeah, like he knew the motions, but he didn't know where to put it. So like sometimes he would like get her from behind and would be like humping her. And then other times he would be like humping her on her side. But the real gold was when he would skull fuck her. Like Everything. not even kidding. Like he would just fucking straddle her whole ass face and just like as fast as he could and god i wish we still had the video of them in the apartment no it wasn't them we had a video of when we lived on main street you would throw like a um like a kleenex at him and he would take that kleenex immediately throw it under his crotch and just hump the shit out of it Oh, I have the video. It's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. We'll have to post that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, he would just like skull fuck the shit out of her. And she would like, she would take it for oh, yeah. several days. Cause this was like an all day thing. Like he would chase her and hump her and she would run and then he would leave her alone. They'd get tired, they would eat, they would fall asleep and then do it all over again. And then she could take it for a couple of days. And then like after a few days, she was like, I've fucking had it with your shit. 
stop fucking skull fucking me. I will kill you. And like, she would just turn it around on him and she would skull fuck him. But she was so big, like it would kind of like smother him a little bit. And so whenever she would do that, he would leave her alone for a couple of days. And so that was like their routine. Like he would per pursue her and spend, you know, 72 hours straight skull fucking her. And then she would be like, I'm done with your shit and smother him. And then they'd be done for like a day or two. It was what, odd. What a life to live. Yeah. It was very, very odd. And Good speaking time. of what a fucking life to live, what about fucking, why do dogs always lick themselves? Like. They gotta keep clean. They don't want infection. No, like down there yeah they don't want pussy like, infections either they lick themselves literally like so furiously loudly mm -hmm. at inappropriate times and for like very long durations no just like, like that why i'll be laying there in bed almost asleep and then i just i hear it and it just doesn't fucking stop I'm like, how dirty could you be down there? Like, wh why? Why are we doing this? They're trying to make sure they don't get dirty. It's nasty. Like, if you could, you would. Maybe, but I'd probably be a little bit more appropriate about it. Maybe I wouldn't, you know, go into my parents' bedroom while they're doing it and, you know, lick so myself right then and there because... That's what Alamo does. She'll dead ass lay on the bed next to us while we're fucking and just like have her legs like splayed open, just like licking herself. And I'm like, do you mind? Like, I'm trying to get my groove on over here and you are all women supporting women. She's trying like to do like a pep talk. I like Maybe it. She's trying to teach Chris something. This a one bitch bed. You need to get the hell out. A <laughs> one bitch bed. I like it. It is. It's a one bitch bed. I'm I'm having none of that. And she's like, she's always like sn wanting us like sniff around when we're done. She's like, oh, what's that smell down there? What do you? Uh, uh. No, Dude, get out. That is a Chihuahua thing. So. I used to have a Chewini too. And for some reason that dog, the only thing it wanted to eat was the crotch out of my panties. Ew. Yes. It doesn't matter if they were brand new out of the washer, if they were only worn for three hours a day, that dog would eat the, and I'm talking like eat it, like not just destroy them, like completely consume the crotch of my underwear. It's just a thing. I, I don't know if it's a Chihuahua thing or a Dachshund thing, I don't but know. that Chewini. I mean, I've never had that breed before, so I have no idea. I mean, Sadie, Sadie ate, I think she ate a condom once, and I know Pepper did, but. Mm, that sweet, sweet human. Like, she is just all up in our business. 
She well, was, I mean, like, she licked my husband's asshole the other day and then air humped behind him. Yeah, like licked his, like his crack. crack was sticking out of his pants. He was like bent over doing something and she saw it and she was like, oh, hell yeah. And she like yeah. goes over there. She's licking in his crack and like air humping. Like she's not actually like on him, but she was like air humping behind him while licking his crack. Yeah, I like to think that it's a monkey see monkey do thing and that that's a thing that Chris does and she's just like following in his footsteps. I can not lick your crack and then hump behind you because I can see him doing that. I can assure you that that's not a thing that occurs in this house. Yeah. But crack licking. (laughs) I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. No. But yeah, she's like, she'll be, you know, she'll put her cold ass nose like up in between your butt cheeks while you're doing it. And you're like, what the fuck? Get out. But you can't like kick her out and shut the door because then she's like whining and scratching at the door and that kind of kills the mood. Right. And she will like destroy your door. That's another thing. That Chewini that I had, I was having like a New Year's Eve party and I drank half a bottle of vodka and eventually I was just too out of my mind to worry about the fucking dog destroying shit. So I went and locked him in our bedroom and he was so like, I want to be part of the party that he literally tore up the carpet at the door where the door was shut, completely ripped up the carpet and like eight little pieces of it. And eventually I got sick of him whining and I went and flung the door open. I looked down, I grabbed him by the nape of his neck. Now, granted, I was drunk as shit, so I wasn't really thinking straight, but I yelled, you fucking carpet muncher at my dog and like tossed him onto the bed i'm like you don't fucking do this what is wrong with you but luckily that bit or that dog went with the ex so he got the dog and you got the 11 year old box of macaroni and cheese yes i got the macaroni and cheese in the divorce good stuff he got the shit into the deal honestly hey you know what he got he got the car that was completely paid for and I got the van that I eventually had repossessed and it fucked up my credit. (laughs) So I think I got the shit into that deal. Well, you had a lot of good times in that van before it was repossessed. So there is that. I miss winter here. Right. I could tow all kinds of shit in that van. Good shit. Anyways. Yes. Um, So one last start thing before I get into some gramp things Stark the other day, I'll have to post the video too, but he was on the little ledge where I have their little play places where they kind of hang out when they're out of their cage. They've got little activity things Mm -hmm. where they've got like bells and perches and shit for them to hang out on. And he has this toy that is like this tall spear type of thing. And then you've got rings that you can put over it and so the toy is for him to like take the rings on and off of it and they're each a different color so you can tell him like put the blue one on it and he'll like pick it up and put it on it well he was messing with that toy and he at the perfect angle he like he had it in his beak and he was trying to get it over the thing but instead that little hoop flipped up in the air and landed over his head and on his shoulders instead 
So he like wrangled himself on accident and then freaked out because he's like, oh shit, oh shit, something's on me because he's not a fan of that. Like I could not put a hat on him without losing a finger. <laughs> Luck trying to put like a flight suit on him or a uh, like, okay, they make like diapers for birds. I know it's weird, but like- what? Yes, it's the cutest what fucking the thing. Fuck? Yeah, it's a flight suit. So you put this like- cute little thing and they make them in like wedding dresses and little tuxes and they've got little like diaper liners in them so that you can take them out to petco with you and they attach to a little leash and they that way they end up pooping that way i've fucking seen it all now that's hilarious but yeah if i tried to put a flight suit on him he would fucking murder me so he's not a fan of like anything touching his body like he'll let you boop his nose and he'll let you touch his feet. But if you try to touch like back or his wings or something, that turns on straight horny mode. And he's like, oh, it's time to masturbate on you now. Okay, we're going to do that instead. So I avoid doing that. So that thing like got over his shoulders. So to get out of it, he looked around like nobody saw that, right? And then he like hooked it onto the bottom of something and slowly like moonwalked out of it backwards he was very smooth very smooth so that was something really cool I call it his trick shot I uh put that on TikTok and it didn't get any fucking views so boo for that because that was very fucking impressive I haven't figured out how to hack the algorithm I mean beans beans is as close as we got fuck the beans man fuck the beans I know um Gramps see since he hasn't been around as much and he doesn't really do much other than like squawk and nap but he's, he's old and grumpy he is he's old That's and his grumpy life now right well when he came to us he had clipped wings and he had lived his entire life in this small cage so like flying is not a thing that had ever occurred to him He's like, I perch and I eat sunflower seeds and I yell at kids to get off my lawn. That is my existence. So when we eventually started getting him out of his cage, like now he'll step up. He throws a fit if he's not out of his cage within 10 minutes of us walking through the door. Um, So now that we've got him mobile again, his wings have grown out and he has learned that he can get from point A to point B without screaming his head off and begging for us to take him. He can go on his own. The problem is with him being clipped his whole life and him being restrained to a cage, he never learned how to fly. So he doesn't much fly as he does like sputter and pray to land. So he doesn't like a bird would typically go out towards something but he launches himself straight into the air instead and then tries to flap in whatever direction (laughs) whatever direction and then land on something he knocks everything off my shelves he will land in ethan's hair he will land i've seen him land in a sink he will just land wherever he deems possible to land. And it's absolutely ridiculous because he'll do it at night when I'm like, it's time to go to bed. And he's like, fuck, you know, 
I'm going to go fly over here. And then he crash lands into something. Then I go to like scoop him up again. And he evades me and goes and flies into the kitchen, knocks shit off the counter. I find him in the kitchen sink. I found him on top of the fridge, knocking shit off there. And he just like, when he lands in a large, like a place with a lot of clutter where he can't like land normally like on a landing pad with his feet he'll land with his wings like spread out and then he'll just sit there and like flap like <laughs> fucking crazy and knock shit off and he will panic and of course he's screaming the whole time so he's like rah, 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 just completely having a fit it's like having like a tiny feathered drunk person basically so <sighs> grandpa sucks at being a bird <laughs> He is completely worthless at doing bird things, which is flying. Now, I mean, if you're a penguin or a kiwi, like that's one thing. You get a pass. You weren't born to do this. You're a cockatiel. You like fly in. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't even mention that. He is a white faced male cockatiel. And they are in flocks of thousands of cockatiels that fly for miles and days and he would get eaten by a fucking hyena within 10 minutes. He is completely worthless at flying. But you know what he's good at? He can't fly, but he can lie. So he can lie? He can lie. We took him to the vet. And I don't know how he did it. I don't know if he sucked in his gut or if he took a massive shit before or something. But they weighed him. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen a vet weigh a bird. But birds are not one for like just, oh, let's place him on the scale and he's just going to sit there and be chill with it. Right. No, they, they're going to do their own thing. So instead, they put him in a paper sack and then put the paper sack on the scale. What? That's what they do. Either that or like a Tupperware container. Oh my God. And so they have to like contain them in a box or a bag and then put that on the scale and then like subtract the box or the bag to get the thing and I don't know what he did to do it but the first time we took him in there they were like he is way malnourished for his breed like he was only so cockatiels are supposed to be about 120 grams and they were saying that he was less than my conure which was like he's 64 grams and he's almost overweight so they were like, he is half of what he should be. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, you've seen him. Like he's a, him the big boy. That's a fat ass bird. Or at least he looks like it because his head's so small because he's missing feathers. So he's right. like a borb. But it's, and I was like, well, maybe it's just all of his feathers because cockatiels, it's not like conures, but cockatiels and cockatoos have like down, kind of like how geese have down. Yeah, so they've got their outside feathers, but then they have the inside fluff too. So I'm like, well, maybe he's just really skinny, but mm -hmm. all of his feathers are just fucking fluffy. And so she was like, you really need to like get him some fatty food, get him a lot of treats, try to get his weight up a little bit. So for like two weeks before we have to take him back, because he had an ear infection or a nose infection that we were trying to get rid of. So they told us when, when you come back, we hope to see his weight up. 
So for like two weeks, I'm giving him spaghetti because that is his number one thing. He will sell your soul for a spaghetti stick. Spaghetti. Yes. Like not raw. Oh yeah, raw. What? Yeah, either the hard raw spaghetti or after it's been cooked. He prefers it after it's been cooked, but a naked floppy spaghetti noodle is all, that's what he's about. So any sort of pasta, any sort of carb, bread, pasta, tortillas, like that is his weakness. My bird loves carbs. And so we're fattening him up. I'm like, I'm giving him NutriBerries. He's having all of the millet seed he wants. And that's like crack. You know how catnip is to cats? Mm-hmm. That's what millet is to parrots. So he's eating millet. He's eating fucking pasta every night. I got like birdie pasta mix that's specifically made for birds. So he is living it up. And then we get back there and they were like, holy shit. He was like 130 grams. So I was like, how did you double your weight? They had to have like, they had to have written something down wrong. There is no way he could have weighed that little amount because yeah, maybe they that I paper sack weighed way too much they deducted too much for the paper sack yeah something fucked up so I, I looked at Ethan I was like you know what happened here that bird somehow like lied to the vet so that he could get treats for two fucking weeks and eat whatever the fuck he wanted to and get fat and not get in trouble for it so did they did they tell you now you need to let him lose weight yes they were like, okay, no more of his treats. Like you need to lay off no more pasta for quite some time. So now like once a month, he'll get a spaghetti stick, but he's on a pretty good diet. That cracks me up. Like you just like crack open a box and just like give him like, oh, here's a noodle. Yeah. Uh, Stark likes some raw best, like hard noodles. Cause he'll sit just like his little hand. Yep. And oh if I God. dip the spaghetti stick in peanut butter, it's all over, man. He is what the hell? He is in heaven. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Um, but Gramps, I lost my train of thought. The spaghetti noodle about once a month. Shit, I don't remember now. God damn it. I don't know. Something. Well, I mean, that's fitting because... Gramps, I mean, he's old. He probably loses his train of thought a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I tried to get him, like, so Stark's in his cage right now making noises. I'm sure you can hear. And Yeah, he's quacking like a duck because that's the thing that he likes to do. That's what he'll do. And then Grandpa was like, fuck you, no, I'm taking a nap. So he refused to step up and went back to sleep. So he's on the couch with Ethan. Um, just chilling. What? Hey, I love you. Usually he says it back, but he's being a brat. <laughs> he's going to tell you to fuck off. Right? Now he's on the give me a kiss kick right now. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Yeah. So there's another thing that once you're a bird owner, you start to do, and you've probably noticed me doing this, but there's a thing that birds do or parrots do called flock calling. So if you've got a flock of birds and one gets away from the flock, they make a sound and then the rest of the flock will make a sound so that you know where they're at 
and you know that you haven't been like abandoned. So you're, you're calling your flock. Mm-hmm. Well, parents do that too. When it's just, you know, they're in your home, they'll be in a different room and you'll hear them stark like that, <laughs> just like that. You'll hear them call and you have to like call it back or else they start freaking the fuck out. They're like, oh my God, my flock has abandoned me. I'm going to die. This is a problem. So now I've gotten into anytime I hear a sound, I will flock call wild birds outside. If I'm walking to my car and I hear some sort of like morning dove doing its thing, I will flock call that sound right back to it to make sure like, hey buddy, I'm here. You're okay. (laughs) You're not alone. Right? I flock call kids in Walmart. Like if there's some kid that's screaming in aisle four, it's like, ah! I'll look at Ethan and I'll be like, Mah! oh my God. <laughs> so I will repeat that. That's why if you ever catch me like repeating sounds that's around me, it's because mm. I'm so used to flock calling the birds when they're in the other room in their cage, freaking the fuck out. It's me letting them know, Hey, I'm still here. Calm your feathers. You're going to be okay. So even after all this time, they still like, if they haven't seen you in a while, they kind of freak out. Yeah, daily. It's a daily thing. If I leave the room and don't take them with me. That's why if I want Stark to get talkative and I want to like record something he's saying, all I have to do is step out of the room, but be like right beside the door and hit record on my phone. And you'll hear him murmuring all kinds of shit. Cause he's just, and, and he'll get mad and start. That's another thing he does. He gets mad and will like, go into this low tone and he'll stick his head in his food bowl where it echoes and he'll just be like and I'm like what the fuck are you saying like I'm pretty sure he's conjuring some sort of demon what the fuck I don't know Ethan noticed it first because he took a little video of it and he was like I'm pretty sure he just like opened up a portal yeah some sort of like there's a spell that he just cast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like pretty sure our bird's gonna murder us in the middle of the night probably speaking of creepy things he says I completely forgot about this so I like I told you we put them in the bathroom so that they can have their sleep cycle mm-hmm. well little sister was spending the night and she got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night like two o'clock in the morning and completely forgot oh there's birds in there because who else has birds in their bathroom And so she's going to the bathroom, sitting there, didn't bother to turn on the light, just pee in the dark as a normal person would do. And she's just sitting there and all of a sudden she hears, peekaboo. Hell no. Nope. It's like two o'clock in the morning. Peekaboo. So yeah, he he plays peekaboo with people at random parts of the day, just in the darkness. Fuck you right super creepy i'm sure you've seen well you probably haven't but there's a meme out there of like somebody just laying in their bed with their eyes wide open and it's like when your bird is playing peekaboo with nothing at 2 (laughs) a.m no that's that's not a thing you want to hear right or when they're staring like behind the couch and talking to something and you're like what is in the void i'm pretty sure they're picking up on ghosts 
yeah so that is what he does the last i will save i i saved the best for last cats are not my friend they've never i've never been a cat person cats just don't fucking like me ever since i was about two years old i tried to pet a cat underneath my car when i lived in smyrna he was hiding under there i reached my hand in to like pet him and he scratched me clear across the face cats fucking hate me and so still living in smyrna i had my bff before i moved here and met cj her name was abby and abby had this beautiful black and white house cat i do not remember that cat's name but i think it was something like james or something like james? it just seemed it was it was definitely a normal guy name but interesting maybe tom i don't know tom cat would make sense i don't yeah. know but yeah she had this cat and i tried to be friends with this cat for the longest time and this cat was having none of it so my like third grade brain is thinking well what do you get what do you use to get an animal to like you you feed it you put out your hand and you feed the cat and then it's like oh she gave me food she's nice she's not going to kill me so <laughs> we're sitting at the table eating our snacks at snack time in third grade and I've got a box of Cheez-Its so like I'm eating the Cheez-Its all is good so I without making eye contact because we're not supposed to feed the cat table scraps so I'm trying to do this nonchalantly and not get noticed so I'm like talking to Abby everything's cool I just slide my hand under the table and I am trying to give this cat this cheese cheese nip and I'm just thinking this cat is not opening its mouth it does not want this cheese nip but I want to be its fucking friend so bad you're gonna eat the goddamn cheese nip and so I'm like shoving it in its mouth well I finally accomplish what I think I'm doing and it turns out I am shoving this cheese nip in this cat's anus this square cheese nip up this cat's butt because once I finally achieved what I thought I was doing you heard a Meow! and the thing like took off running to the cat box and like shit this bloody cheese nip out of its butt what the fuck I've been allowed to touch the cat since then oh I put a cheese nip in a cat's butt take that one home tonight yeah that's you win right you, you win yeah that so those are my pet stories um did you learn anything this time um yeah I learned that you put a cheese nip in a cat's butt because on all the years that we've known each other I've never heard that story really yeah you you never told that one oh did wow not know that you were into feline anal play I mean I wouldn't say I was into it it was just an unfortunate thing but you know whatever i learned that your mom was right and that fish don't live past three days especially when you try to cook them without an oven yeah they was fish sticks they was and so next week we are jumping back into nips we've got some fun uh notes passed between the two of us or between somebody at school so that'll be fun stuff um don't really have anything lined up for the next one it'll be a surprise yay yep 
And then um, we have the Beer Olympics coming up in June, June the 12th. Um, I put up the poll. Um, and I noticed uh, somebody welcome. put jizz. You're welcome. And the blood of our enemies. So those are options to fill the keg with. Um, there's also the usual suspects, you know, Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Bush Latte, that kind of stuff. The fucking um, Bush Latte. Bush Light. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they made like a Starbucks with Bush or something. They make coffee booze. You know yeah, that. Yeah, they do. It's PBR actually, hard yeah. coffee. Exactly. I didn't know if you were talking about, you know, Bush hard coffee in a keg. That sounds awful. No, 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 no. Not uh, about that. I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love hard coffee and it is fucking amazing. Like that's the only good thing about PBR because regular PBR fucking sucks. Crash. But can you imagine like trying to keg stand hard coffee? No, or that sounds like you're going hard coffee or mm -hmm. chug it or literally any of those games with hard coffee i imagine it having the consistency of chocolate milk yeah it kind of does yeah you cannot chug chocolate milk without throwing up yeah no it's just it's too much sugar no so yeah i could drink an entire keg of would be like red's apple ale or angry orchard or something like that I, I love those, but they're the sugar just, oh, yeah. I don't know. If, like I love sweet things and I love a lot of sugar, but for some reason, like sugary alcoholic drinks mm -hmm. just tear me the fuck up. Heartburn. Like, well, no, just like the, just the, the stomach. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I feel like it's, I get like the nasty drunk where you're just like, you're not even like that drunk you just feel heavy and yes so that was me the other night when I slept with your husband so I learned that I don't think that shots are for me anymore like I'm gonna have to be a slow sip drunk like um whiskey sours those will get me bent but and I can drink those fast but doing shots now after I think I only did three or four well, and that was really sweet too, because you were doing the screwball, right? Well, yeah, I was doing screwball and then um, Malibu. Yeah, that's a lot of sugar. Well, regardless, ever like by the time it hit the back of my throat, I was ready to throw it all up again. Yeah. So every single shot I took, I felt sick. So yeah. that's why I went and put myself to bed because I was like, I'm not even that drunk. Like I know what's going on. But yeah. like, I feel bleh. Yeah. Like you, like when you've like really, really, really overeaten and yes. you're just like sick, like I want to throw up just to get this out of my belly. Exactly. Yeah. That's I don't know what it is. Cause so, like, if I go to like, I mean, sweets, I will eat the hell out of some sweets. If I'm making like a regular drink, like if I sit down, I'm like, I'm going to make some chocolate milk. It's like half a cup of, of milk. Yeah. And then like, you know. 50 tablespoons of chocolate syrup like it's you gotta be put down a whole box of girl scout cookies um i did that today yes real same yeah the s'mores mine is the tagalongs because they only come with 15 cookies now yeah what the shit yeah i was i was saying the same thing because i was like 
dude, when we were selling this shit, it was like $2 a box. Yeah. And, and like had, you get the specialty cookies, which the s'mores, those are specialty cookies. Those are five fifty a box. Yeah. They make gluten-free cookies now that are five fifty a box. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. Suck my gluten. Suck my gluten. That's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, always say yes to sugar and Girl Scout cookies, but no to super sugary drinks unless you want to throw up and say yes to adventures because they become stories instead of vomit like the other things do and in the end that is all we are cheers cheers this concludes our broadcast day good night and god bless america